We're rolling, by the way, guys. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast, <laughs> the girls podcast. Oh god, <laughs> first female yeah, on the Gooms pod. You should feel you should, honored. Yeah, privileged. <laughs> Before we start, I just want to shout out the Tour Property Group for hooking us up with this amazing spot in Central Manchester, Deansgate, Central Manchester, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, mm. penthouse. Big windows, garden view, modern, everything. It's, what was it's dope. Although, go on, go on. I was say, although we actually got given the apartment for the pod or whatever, it is actually a sick apartment, and I even asked to book this later on in the month. Yeah. Why, H? I can't no say that on a pod. What was the, Personal reasons. What was the decor? It's, it's actually a surprise. What's the word for the decor that you used? Bohe- Bohe- bohemian. Bohemian. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> they got the bohemian. Where's, where's Bohe- the bohemian it's giving, stuff over here. It's giving Tulum, Mexico vibes. Damn. That's my right. girlfriend is in gone. Tulum right now. Well, you're both there right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, welcome back to the Grooms Podcast, episode eight. There we go. Is it episode eight? Episode eight. Lucky eight. Eight is that? Eight is a lucky number in Chinese numbers. When I play roulette, when I have played roulette, eight is a very lucky number for me. <laughs> I don't. Play I don't play roulette. often. I've, I've maybe been casino like five times, but eight, I'm always winning. Right, okay. Enough <laughs> casino talk. Enough I've casino been talk. five times in my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> right. Um, so obviously we've got Soph with us here today. Um, first of all, me. thank you for coming. Um, would you like to introduce yourself to the people? Yes. Hello, I'm Sophie Lee. Um, I'm a motivational speaker, I'm a burn survivor, and also I am a basically women empowerment activist. Bad bitch. Mm. Yeah. Bad bitch. Don't go shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. We met at um, the Represent event mm-hmm. for the first time. Yes. And you was there doing your thing, and I recognised you okay. from when everything kind of happened. Yes. Um, I just want to get that stuff out of the way. I want to ask you about it, and then I want to dive more into you. Mm-hmm. But what exactly is it that happened? Mm-hmm. How it happened, etc. Just fill fill me in because I actually don't yeah. actually mm-hmm. know myself either. So I think when I tell my story, it is so crazy even now for me to look back on because mm-hmm. so much has happened since being twenty two. I'm twenty seven now, so at twenty two years old, I was an aspiring fire performer. I was doing quite well at that point. Mm-hmm. And basically an opportunity came up for me to perform in America. And this is a charity event. So I thought, okay, this will be good for experience to be, you know, seen and also for recognition. Right. So I went over to America. I was in Chicago. Big up Shy town um, get that in there. Because it's, it's, where, it's where all the legends are yeah, made. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've got all the legends there. Like <laughs> Jordan. Hello. Um, and I was performing and basically I was fire breathing and they left the aircon on and it was a freak accident and the wind blew the fire back into my face. Wait a minute, they left the aircon on. Obviously, I don't mm. really understand that so, game. Is that a big no-no? Yeah, so because of the air vent, how strong it is, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to blow against an air vent? You know, it's obviously mm. going to blow back at me. And I was blowing the fire. I'd done checks, all my safety checks, everything was turned off. Um, it must have been throughout the night, someone turned it back on or whatever. May have been hot in there. I'm, I don't know. Um, and basically when I was blowing the fire, the the fire blew back into my face and it set me on fire from the chest up to about here, my eyes. And I'm very lucky to be alive. Like very, very lucky. So 
I was on stage at this point. Panic everywhere. I can imagine, man. Yeah, panic. Uh, and obviously, people are watching this unfold as well, right? Yeah, on stage. Your girl was live and direct. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I was. It was there. Yeah. I was like, oh God. I can imagine. Was it like everything happening in slow motion when it went on? Yeah. And I felt like, do you know what you just a bit like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, no. This wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. I was like, this is one for the outtakes. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was on fire, I was literally like, I. I that sounded so cool, by what, the way. What, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was on fire. When I was on fire, what, tell what, them. What, was that, what actually does go through your head when something like that happens, though? I, I can't even imagine. Fuck. <laughs> is, that, is that actually it? You just like, fuck, what do I do? Yeah, because you never think, you never think this is going to happen to me. Yeah, there's mm. an epi- like, there's always um, that fear there that's, because it's a high risk job, you know, it's a dangerous mm. job. Okay, there is a risk of fire, there is a risk of this, da 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 da, but you don't think it's going to happen there mm-hmm. and then on stage. Yeah, especially to yourself as well. Mm, so I went to survival mode, right? Your body just goes into survival mode. And basically, I had to just pat myself out in front of everyone, but I didn't react. No one ran to your aid or nothing. Like, you was just there solo. I think, yeah, I don't think anyone really comprehended what was going on. Yeah. Um, and I had to remain, remain calm, right? On the inside, oh, it was alarm bells. It was this. It was like chaos in my head. I was yeah. just like, ah! I can imagine. How old were you? Twenty-two. Oh, same age as me now. Yeah. Do you know what date it happened to me on? Go on. April Fool's Day. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Damn. But it's the first time April Fool's Day and Easter Sunday have landed together, and I feel like this resurrected me as a new woman. Wow, that's a nice mm. way to look at it. Yeah, but if you need me April Fool's Day, don't. I'm not doing anything April Fool's Day. I'm not going anywhere, not cooking anything. I'm not going near anything, okay? I'm just going to wrap myself in cotton wool and just lay there for a whole day. Damn. Um, so they put the fire, I put the fire out and then they decided to put ice on me. Now right. you should never put ice on a burn. You should never put ice, pure ice on your skin anyway. So on top of a fire burn, I then got an ice burn. So this burn was so deep on my skin at that point. Like it was getting worse. And then next thing you know, in Chicago, in Cook County, um, that's where they train the military for fire, the U.S. military. So at this point, the U.S. Army come, the ambulance come, the fire service come, the police come. Listen, the only person that didn't come was the Pope. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was a a global gathering. It was (laughs) was all going on. I was like, welcome to the party. And it was all for you because you was on fire. I was on fire. You were on oh, fire, damn. man. I was on fire. Wait, wait, what are you thinking in that pro? Are you are you I'm, in panic mode? I'm, and you're like, why the fuck are all of you here? Yeah, like just I think I went into a state of shock where I I just had to surrender myself, if anything. Right. Like yeah. because I couldn't control that moment. Like I couldn't control what was going on. I couldn't control that moment. I couldn't control the events that are gonna happen after this. Mm-hmm. I'm in a foreign country, I'm by myself. I can imagine fuck I was just like no, no one you knew. In America with you. You're oh, just no. there for a job, right? Yeah. Listen, and the worst possible thing all you're going to do happened. is make money, look cute, be with friends. Do you know what I mean? You don't mm. think your whole life is potentially going to end. Mm. And for me, it nearly did end. Yeah, and how how did that work? Because in, in America, it's not it's not like they haven't got the NHS, right? So I'm so lucky they had, um, that it was like the ends of Obamacare at that point. Right, okay. And they had an emergency fund for tourists who need... 
emergency services. That's not in place now, though. No. Fuck. Gotta be careful when we go to America, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be there with all the paperwork. Like I've got it all. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, that'll probably end up being me. He'll be the one that gets us in the trouble. To be fair, no chance, man. We need to take a lawyer with us. (laughs) (laughs) One of our clients is a lawyer. We'll just take him. Aki. We need him on. We need him on speed dial. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But um, okay, so let's fast forward a bit then. Yeah. So everything's happened. So I'm in. I'm in hospital. Yeah. Coming out of recovery, so I'm in like the ICU, so mm-hmm. intensive mm-hmm. care. At this point, how long were you in for? I don't even know. I feel like that whole time in my life, all altogether, I was in hospital for a month. In Chicago. Yeah. Damn. Do you know what was really? Oh, side note. Do you know what was really sad? Mm. My room. I got put into isolation because when you have a fire burn, no one can go near you. Why? Because no, of the bacteria. Okay. If you get infection, mm-hmm. it's game over. Yeah. You're done out here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was basically, yeah, in lockdown, before lockdown. Mm-hmm. And my room was directly across from the Bulls stadium. And I was so sad watching everyone go to the Bulls games. And I was just Wait, there. And you could see everything. Yeah. That's it was like a big, it was like a big glass window, and the Bulls Stadium is right there. You've got the Jordan Twenty Three over there, and you're just there, like, have a great night. <laughs> I'll just be here. I mean, at least you, at least you could think of that whilst everybody was going in. Yeah, I think for me, I really wanted to go to the Bulls Stadium as well. I was like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> um, I remember, I remember, my dad was in hospital. I know. Uh, um, obviously it's very different but my old mm. man was in hospital and it was roughly about a month as well and it's a long period of time especially for me oh. it was every day going just to see my dad in hospital it drains you you've done it, it. it's it, horrible it drains you've done it because the, the atmosphere in there is so like it's, it's neggy vibes in a hospital really isn't it yeah like you're basically in a safety net because mm. everyone in there is not well Mm-hmm. And you know why everyone's in there. Some people are at the end of their lives. Some people are fighting for their lives. Mm. Some people, you know, starting welcoming their lives. lives well. yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say start of life as well. Yeah, and it's just such a strange place to be in because the last time I was in hospital, I was born. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I was yeah. just like, and you were completely alone for the whole month, mm. or did anyone come out? Or I just needed to be on myself. Really? Yeah. Is that where you were mentally? You just yeah. I'm gonna say why. I think for me, that was my rehabilitation in order to be strong enough to face my reality. Mm-hmm. Like the first week or so, I was not good mentally, like really not good. Obviously, I was absolutely drugged up to the hill and back to stop the pain, things like that. I was on fentanyl. I was stronger than heroin. I don't know. What? I was stronger than heroin. It's not legal here. Damn. I don't even know what that is. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know what that is. I was it's I'd, strong. I'd, like, I'd, I'd bad. Bad. I had my tooth out and I didn't want to be awake for it. So I told them I wanted to be under anesthetic. I had morphine. But I woke up and I was like loopy, man. And that's you were like, hey, it's not even halfway the way there, man. <laughs> yeah, this stuff was just like, good night. <laughs> really, yeah, good night. And in hospital, I learned so much, you know, because I went through a roller coaster of feeling sorry for myself, yep. depression real actual sense of not knowing my purpose. I felt like I had no purpose in life anymore. I'd lost my job, obviously. I lost yeah. my nearly lost my life. I lost my identity. When I first saw myself in the mirror, I had to take, tell them to take all the mirrors down because I just could not recognize who I was. Yeah. I was so swollen. I couldn't breathe for myself. I woke up on a ventilator. I woke up, you know, on a machine. 
Yeah. So I couldn't see, I couldn't breathe. I just knew mm-hmm. that I was here. Yeah. And it's such a Tough. yeah, it's such a lonely place to be when you're mm-hmm. just there with your own thoughts. Yeah. And the thoughts that are around you are awful, you know, because you don't know if you're gonna make it or not. Yeah. What was the journey like overcoming that? So it's been a long process. So f- that was my time in hospital that I had these I'd say stages of epiphanies. And then when I came home, my scar grew into a keloid tumor. Which means it's a bit it's basically when the skin cells so we have a lot of collagen, they overreact for me because the bone was so deep. Yeah. My skin was just going crazy to try and heal myself, right? And basically a tumor formed and I got misdiagnosed for a year. They thought it was a hypertrophic tumor. I mean a hypertrophic scar, which is just where the scar like raises a little bit, if that makes sense from the skin. Yeah. Whereas this grew into big growth. Like I don't know if you've seen the pictures. I have it was like massive growths on my skin. Well on my face and around my neck. So there's no cure. I got told there's no cure in the world for kilo tumors. So I was like, great. Love that for me. So in your head, you're just thinking, I'm just going to have... My wife is just going to be like this for the rest of my life. And they were growing. They were growing bigger and bigger. What time period was this from? So um, I was in hospital for a month Mm -hmm. in 2018. That was from April Fool's Day, obviously, until next month. Then I came home. And then within six months, I started to develop that keloid tumour. And within a year of that, it just overtook my face. So I couldn't even... Wait, so the process wasn't even as a, a case of, right, I this has happened to me. Mm. I'm in hospital for a month and then straight away, like, things are going wrong, but I'm going to address it. It was, like, spaced one out. Thing. So you got phase one, phase two yeah. of It was shit, one thing after another, after another, after another. Damn, I it's didn't like know you're, that. You're going through your recovery process as well, mentally from all of that, and mm. there's someone else smacks you in the face. Yeah. So to be told that, that's like to say that we there's no help for you. Yeah. Because there's no cure in the world. So what's, the, what's that like to digest then? What's that like to take? What goes through your head? Oh, it was just like, in my head, I was thinking, please don't give up on me. I was just thinking, please don't give up on me. And more importantly, please give me the strength to get through this. Like, To I not give up on myself as yeah, well. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie, you know, I was so depressed at points where I was really suicidal. And I was really... um. I was really contemplating my purpose here. What am I here for if I'm no good to myself and the people around me? And there's nothing I can do. Um, And they brought this case globally as well to see if any surgeon around the world would help. And no one wanted to help because the thing with kilo tumors is if you try and cut it off or if you try and work on it, it could come back worse, worse, way worse. And because it was on my neck, like here, mm. and my face, they are vital, you know. Yeah, yeah, something points. goes wrong as well, yeah. There's death. So, and to say this is going to be quite a big operation, you know, some people don't want to take that risk, and I understand that. I'm just thinking about a 23-year-old girl that's scared for her life trying to process this, and God. Yeah. I mean, I've got to take my hat off to you, because just thinking Thank about you. how I would react mm. in a situation like that, I'd like to think that I'm mentally very strong. Yeah. And I don't know how I would how I would deal with that. I really don't. So I, I take my hat off to you. Thank you 
so much. I, I just feel like I feel like I feel the exact same as well. Yeah, what he said. Yeah, what he said. But sure. <laughs> I don't really get it. That's no, thank you, and I think you know I'm very appreciative that you've had me here to talk about my story. Yeah. Um, and you're pretty dope as well. It's not just mm. it's not just this stuff. Come on, man. I was, I was, I was, I was. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's just a little sprinkle of extra sunshine. <laughs> Obviously, when you first met Chris, I was talking to Tyrell, one of your. Yeah. Obviously, you guys were there together, so I never really spoken to you. But I, when you came in, I didn't really know what to expect um, about your personality and stuff like that. But you came in, you're bubbly, you're happy. Obviously, mm. talkative, like just full of energy. Thank you. Because obviously, from what you're describing, like it's just a completely different person. Mm-hmm. I think, like from this time, because my whole life. I had just been Sophie Lee, the performer. Yeah. Sophie Lee, the fire girl. Were you, were you, were you quite big beforehand? Obviously yeah. I was, so was, it, was that a th- was Yeah, that a, yeah? I became like the fire girl of Manchester. Oh, wow. And okay. I was doing a lot in terms of like. So the, it's, it's the, not like you were just doing your things here and no, there. And it so was low key. Like you were already there. Yeah. Wow. So okay. that's why there was so much pressure because I felt like, you know, it was just like I started, I went to partnership with. Um, a girl who I perform with and we start, well, she's already started this company and then she had me on board as a director of the company as well to help, you know, um, kind of raise the profile. And we were working alongside a lot of different establishments, clubs, things like that, corporate events, um, big brands to send dancers and to perform. Yeah. So for me to be on that level where I have to, you know, be a role model and then all of a sudden I've lost my job. Yeah. It's like you went from setting example, uh, like setting yeah. the example and setting the bar, to being like, "I need help." Yeah, yeah, like literally. Damn. Um, and then one day I was really lucky. Um, a inventor, the inventor of interlesional cryosurgery. Like, I don't I think have a clue. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, a surgeon from I think he's Israel. I'm not sure. I have to mm. fact check that. Came forward. Mm-hmm. And basically offered me a new developing medical science called interlesional cryosurgery, which basically means they put needles into the tumor and then freeze it with liquid nitrogen to minus 100 degrees Damn. until the tumor starts to go into necrosis, which is where the skin dies. Mm-hmm. So it's like goes into like a shock. Effectively yeah, and, uh, basically kills the skin cells from the inside out, though, rather than trying to chop it off. Right. And slowly, as the skin cells die, the skin removes itself from your face, like from the p- position of where yeah, it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this was a risk. When this guy comes forward, I was going to say, what, what like, what's going through your head? Do you, would you like to be a case study? Damn, case study, you know. I was just like... I kind of just want to look cute and be with my friends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. make some money. And just You're still 23 at this time, right? Yeah, yeah, I was so young. Like I was just so, I was so lost. At this point, I was just so lost. And I was just like, if this is what it's meant to be, this is what it's meant to be. At that point, I don't think I even realised the, the magnitude of what that would mean to me further down the line where I am now. Yeah. Um. So I work with him and I work with my surgeon, um, in England here, um, Charlotte Defty, big up. She's a mm-hmm. she's a strong woman. Shout out Charlotte. Yeah, yeah and big up Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh 
you know, you know the DJ sets. You're already the DJ. DJ. We should have got some preset buttons on the thing. Yeah, we'll sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, this time next year, come back and we'll have everything set up for you. Okay, perfect. I need my own soundboard, okay? <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> Sophie's soundboard, we'll have it. Sophie's soundboard, that's yeah, got a nice yeah. ring to it, you know. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. The again. transition from really serious talks, it just went from zero I to know. 100 real quick. I'm really sorry. It's okay. I'm like, it's the ADHD brain in me. You had to shout out Shana, though, man. Yeah, we because shut bro, bro. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> right, go back. You're working with the guy in Israel and Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> he flew over yeah. from Israel and performed the surgery. And the first time I had the surgery, it was like five and a half hours. And at this point, I was like preparing to say my goodbyes. I thought I was gonna, wasn't going to make it. I was scared. I was like... Got put to sleep, right? I, I yeah. was literally yeah, yeah. just going to ask the same thing. Yeah, I was put to sleep. But they didn't even know what the outcome was going to be. Were you they the were first person to ever... On this scale, this? yeah. Wait, wow. so, sorry. Was, and it, it wasn't again? on pardon? What's it called again? Interlesional cryosurgery. Interlesional. 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 Yeah. Bro, you don't need to repeat sorry, it, man. I'm trying to. <laughs> I, want, I actually want to remember it though. You just wanted to make a note. Down I'm there. curious. I'm curious. You can revise it on um, the edit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I went through that, and then I had a six-month recovery period. At that point, I was bandaged up. I was doing my own dressings. I was in so much pain as well. So much, so much pain. And I think they're the times when I was really not okay in terms of mentally, because I was seeing all my friends thriving. I was seeing all my friends go on holiday. I couldn't even be out in the sun at this point. Yeah, I couldn't do anything. Because your skin myself. was too sensitive to it. Yeah, I couldn't do anything. Anything that a normal 23 year old could do. Or wanted to do. I had to just be a bit like, I don't think I can do that or do it my way. Mm. Um. So I started wrapping up my bandages and going out. I thought you were going to say I started wrapping then. I was going <laughs> to say, I never, I ain't heard a track yet. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry, honestly. You started wrapping up your bandages. Yeah, yeah, and actually going out because I used to be really nervous about what I looked like because mm -hmm. obviously I just thought, I just look crazy. Um, and I embraced it. I started to embrace mm -hmm. me, my new me, who I am. And I started to develop a sense of, confidence in myself that, you know you. It, was, it was hard to find and then i had to have another second round of surgery because oh, so it wasn't not. just a one-off no why was that because they or? yeah because they looked at where the scar fell off and there was still tumor left right so okay. the full tumor didn't come off um and then basically i then it was like a whole other like roller coaster again it's like every time you get knocked down you come back up and they pick you back up and knock you down. It's like always something else. Mm -hmm. And I was getting better, but mentally I was fighting a really strong, like tough battle. Are you myself. are you mentally fighting this battle? Are you in on your own? Are you sharing this battle with people? Are you open? I was Family, self, friends around I you? I was secretly self-destructive. Right. On what the do outside, you mean by that? Yeah, on the outside... I was partying, I was happy, I was with my friends. As soon as I came home, I'd try and OD on like my medication and not want to wake up and I didn't I didn't want to be here. Yeah. I felt like my only escape was when I was around just noise mm -hmm. because the silence was distractions. So, 
yeah, the silence was so loud and deafening to me. And it was my sense of like security, so to say, at that point was just not feeling alone. So when I went home, it really just really just, sank in that you yeah, were. Yeah. Um, and even though I looked really happy, this is why I say check up on your happy friends. Because, mm. you know, a smile can hide so much. I was so happy. I was, you know, very out, very out there, going out and partying, going to dinners, doing this with my friends, always up for a laugh. But on the inside, I was just running away from myself and I needed that love from me, not anyone else. And I was trying to find that validation, you know, mm -hmm. from others and from party. And I just wanted to feel like I was normal. And by the sounds of it, it didn't, you didn't, you didn't it find made it. made it worse. Yeah. It made it so much worse because I was just like being so self-destructive that every time that I was around people, the problem magnified because it was like, oh, I really am alone. And then, oh, go out. Oh, now I'm back alone. So I went through this surgery and they said, okay, great. We don't need to do another one. We don't need a third one, but you're going to have to go on steroid injections. So What's they that? have to inject steroid treatment into the scar and I have to wear a compression mask. So I was like, not this. Like, again, like, more. more. Yeah. And during this point, you know what? Like, I did share my story online and I realised that it had so much attraction from other people who are going, th going through things. Mm -hmm. I started to find a purpose that, even though it was uncomfortable for me to talk about, I knew that for the greater good of this situation... You could share your story mm -hmm. and help, yeah. help others. Yeah. Um, so I started to do that and I documented that. And I recorded and documented the whole process of surgery, things like that. Oh, wow. Even on the surgery day. Um, I'm very grateful for my friend Amir. He shot the whole thing, the whole documentary, like he stayed in hospital. Where's it on? Um, it's YouTube. on my Instagram channel. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... If you want to go on my Instagram channel. <laughs> so <funny. Look. laughs> Um, Yeah, and it, it's, it, it was hard because I felt like the, it was hard to talk about, but every time I talked about it, it got a bit easier because then I could help other people. Yeah. And that's where I kind of found my purpose. It was yeah. like I didn't look for my purpose. My purpose looked for me. I think that's so special, though. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a massive, like, eye-opener. So everything that made you doubt your purpose, doubt your reason for being here, mm. is what eventually came around full circle. It kept me here. Mm -hmm. That's so. That, there's something so pure in that. Thank you. I, I think. That's amazing. E yeah, even me knowing that that's such a pure thing to experience. You know, that's the true essence of life. Yeah. You know, and um, it's the true essence of love as well, because those are things you can't buy, and I really understood that. Mm -hmm. I was so, I wouldn't say materialistic, but I thought, okay, I need to do better. I need to earn this. I need to do that. Blah, blah, blah. And as soon as I lost it all, it made me understand the value of life. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was going to say to you, did, did, did your outlook on life in general, your, your morals, your uh, things that you stood for, did this completely transform all of that? Yeah, completely. It, it really just flipped my whole world upside down. Don't get me wrong, I've never been, you know, out to be a spiteful person. Those weren't, those have never been my intentions. It's just in terms of life value, 
I valued material things. I mm. valued a currency. I valued things that now I look to see as they're never ever going to be ours. Mm. Nothing in life is ours. Mm. Even life itself is not ours. Only the, what we make within this time and what we have in our control now is ours, you know? Um, so it really is about the legacy that you leave. Like, you're doing something amazing. You've got a podcast. This is going to be here when you're gone. Thank you. Thank you. Know? you. Let's so like cancel us and take it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to report him after this. <laughs> I, was, I, I was actually, <laughs> b- before I came out with that, I was actually going to say, what now is like, what's the goal for the legacy that you want to leave? Good question, Arams. Okay. My man. <laughs> okay. Out I of like, nowhere. I like, those yeah. t- I like those type of topics though, man, because I, I feel like I... I can that get involved in those combos. reverse card to be. She needs some breathing space after <laughs> yes. that one. Should we give you five? <laughs> I think she's got it locked up. So <laughs> no, no, no. My legacy now is to... is to help the younger generation, our next generation of leaders, CEOs, public service officials, understand the value of being a good person in order to in order to produce better people mm, because that. i think now we're in such a rat race of trying such a to, weird time yeah that we're forgetting that our mm. future is dependent on the younger people and if we're not a good role model for them they're just going to be in the exact same position that we're in now well worse probably yeah exactly worse would you say that before the situation happened that mm. you were a good role model for that younger generation. In terms of entrepreneur and like business wise, in terms of wanting my own, you know, successful career and um, having my own business, I would say I've always been driven. Yeah. I've always been very driven in that sense. But in terms of you driven by the wrong things though. Yeah, I think I was more driven about my own success. And if anything, greed. Right. I think that stems from greed and ego. I'd say that I had that very young as well. I used to love just like earning like good money, money. at a young age. Yeah, and you just money. go, you spend yeah. it on the most stupid bottles in a club. Yeah. Nice like designer, like the most pointless shit. Mm. You just, well, it now, means nothing. If I get money, I'm like, I want to make double that money. I still think I'm poor. Like yes. I still think like I'm poor, you know, mm. because no, otherwise- I with that heavily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're never going to have this money mm-hmm. if you just keep spending this it's money. Just numbers on a screen. Yeah, for sure. Whereas if you find ways to double the- double the digits, then triple the digits, and then invest those digits, you're going to be constantly... Growing and elevating, yeah. Yeah, within your own growth. And it's going to be so empowering for you because you fucking did that. What are you involved with? Like like investments, businesses, what are you involved with now? Right now, I'm trying to develop my own um, business in terms of being a self-development coach. Mm. Um, I want to obviously be a bigger motivational speaker. So bigger platforms, things like that. But that's a slow process because I have to earn my way. And I know that mm-hmm. in anything in life, you've got to earn your way. So I'm slowly building that up. I um, saw today that you signed with Leeds yeah. Football Club, right? Leeds United Foundation, cool. their football What's, club. What, what are you doing with Leeds? So they have a program called Positive Choices and it's to help inspire young people. So Sick. they will go into schools and talk to young people about knife crime about gang crime but like and also to help keep them motivated and learn about the resilience in life of your achieving your dreams 
Mm. You know, nothing comes easy. And especially a lot of young people who are on this road of, I'm going to be a footballer soon. You forget that the work has to be now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even, yeah. I think even outside of the football as well, for the next gen- for the next generation and even our generation, mm. I think it's, everybody thinks that they're going to get something for nothing mm-hmm. because it's so accessible to them, yeah. for them to see it. Yeah. It's normal for you to see somebody with a 30,000 30, pound watch on, mm. but nobody Driving understands. Driving a Lambo with the nicest girls. It's a yeah. different thing. You can see a supermodel all day, every day, yeah. if you wanted to on social media. Be one is completely different. To be one is completely different. And if you're a male, to bag one yeah. is completely different. Yeah. How often is it, or people that are in relationships, um, 30 years ago, before Instagram was a thing, for you to see the girl that you're liking up their photos and your girlfriend's getting angry about, how, how often is it that you're going to see that 11 out of 10 person in your day-to-day life? life? Mm. Very rare. Maybe once in six months, you might see somebody that you think, oh my God, wow, for two, three, four seconds, and then mm. it's gone. And then you're back in your re- reality of, this Everyone's is my person, this is my world. This is Exactly. Everyone's too disposable. Now you can see everything it's and anyone. Much. That's why I'd say we lo- we, When we're disposable like that, the value decreases. Mm-hmm. So I, I, don't, I don't fuck with that. I really don't fuck with that at all especially my personal life, like I'm very all or nothing because I'm so focused and driven on my career. I'm not out here doing the whole scrolling him. What about him? What about him? I believe that you meet the right people when you attract the right energy Mm. within your own path. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're going out looking for certain someone, then, and then you meet that certain someone, you're just going to fall for them because you want their attention more than actually valuing their values and Mm. what they are mm-hmm. you know like for me i i, I want to be valued and respected i don't want to be on a guy's arm just because that's 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 it that's what yeah. i'm good for i would say it's not even just with like relationships i think anything good that really comes out of life is something that happens naturally when, when you're trying too hard to actually get yeah. something and you're so focused on okay for instance i want a million subscribers on youtube Rather than I'm just gonna do my thing and like yeah, and people for the enjoyment, with it, the people yeah, yeah, yeah. there for it, it comes. It comes. It's like le- with Leeds, right? Never in my life, I am not a girl about football. I'm literally like, I don't understand it. Why has everyone got their name in the back of the t-shirt? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just don't get it. So <laughs> I'm not gonna be there. Like, I need to sign the football club. That opportunity came around because I was mm. doing the right thing that aligned natural. with their message. Yeah. And ultimately, that opened up many more opportunities with, obviously, a premiership, Premier League football team. It's a big deal, man. And I, I was just like, me? Me? Sick it. Are you sure, me? Um, do, you get, do, you, do you ever get a pinch me moment? Do you, do you, are you ever find yourself in a setting yeah. or in a room? Do you or, know what? Other than being on the Goom's pod, of course. Yeah, I'm absolutely having a pitch <laughs> me moment right now. Uh, like, so gassed. Love that for you. <laughs> love that for me. This is definitely one eight spot on the CV. <laughs> <laughs> but, listen, it will be soon. On, mm. on a serious Sounds note, straight. on a serious note, have you been in that room? Have you been opposite that person on a table? Have you And you've been like, fuck, how am My I? My whole life. How am I here? I surround myself with people who financially and mentally intimidate me wow okay because that Mm. makes me inspired that makes me think fuck i want to be on that level i want to understand what that is i want to learn more Mm. i don't want to ever be someone that's like yeah 
you're here to make the numbers. Do you know what I mean? I want to be someone that's, I'm there for a reason. I'm mm. there in the same room with this person for a reason. Bring us so, down to a table. Yeah, I right. must add value. But in order to add value, I need to understand value. You can't add value to something that you don't understand. Mm. You know, so that's why I always take the time to learn and don't, like, for me, I think I learned a big lesson of your ego ain't shit. Like, your ego will be your biggest, your your biggest downfall. Because it, it will make you not want to learn because you think you know it all and you never know it all. I've witnessed that firsthand. Mm. My head was too big wow. my body. Still is a little bit, man. Yeah, we just need to... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's, fu- it's, it's absolutely right. fine. There's a lot of room what in there we, for what? like tumbleweed and crickets. It's like. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you said you were going to give it me if I gave it you first. Come on, then. I don't want to give it you. Don't no, be scared. <laughs> scared. Off cam, so I've said, listen, I can take it. It's fine. If you want to throw some shit at me, I ain't going to take offense. I was like, yeah, it's cool. We can as well. You never said you were going to come out all guns blazing at me first. Trust me, this I told you, I was on fire. I'm still on fire. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> right, Damn. no, do you know what really gets to him? What? To call him Christian. He don't like being called Christian. Why? It's his, a, full, it's his a, full name. It's his full name. That's a nice name. It's actually not my full name. <laughs> but I think he entertains himself more than other people. You know? What is it, Krishan? It's just Christos. It's Christian. I like that one. That's hard. Christian? Oh God! <laughs> we'll go on a night out, and I'll just grab the most random person. I'll be like, he's, his name's Christian. Call him Christian. And he's just he'll, he won't even. Someone say will just tap my shoulder. I'll turn around. They'll be like, you're right, Christian. And I just, <laughs> I, just <laughs> I just know that he's been in someone's ear. Could be worse. You could be called Chrishell, and that's a toilet roll. Chrishell? Yeah. No, it's Cushell, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait. Chrishell's off selling Sunset. What? Chrishell huh? is off Selling Sunset. What's that? Selling Sunset's the property thing in LA, yeah? yeah? On Netflix. Yeah. My sister's watching it. I haven't no clue. I haven't seen it. Do you remember the, it's like, um, uh, do you remember the, uh, the broker's things that I used to tell you about in New York? Mm. Mm, it's, it's basically like, like, like the, like like the, the m- YouTube channels that they do when they take you just take no. you home. No, no, no it's on like Netflix. That. Like, it's big. It's, com- mm. like, it's, it's like the female version mm. in LA. So they're taking people These to like six, seven, eight, ten million pound villas. one. selling them. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Right? It's cool as fuck. But it's like a reality show. They're in the office, they argue, they bitch each other. Oh, my boyfriend yeah. did this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know low-key Krishan loves that shit. Krishan's a big blonde one, yeah. Krishan's a bad She's a big blonde one. No, Krishal. Krishal. Krishan, you're not on it today. <laughs> Look what you saw. You're, he's fuming. He's so angry right now. Krishan is fuming. <laughs> wow. <laughs> on my dumb podcast don't how worry dare you. Christian Dior that's you wow <laughs> it could be Christian Christian Dior should we bring yeah. it back well <laughs> I've, I've, I've got quite a good question what's like a dream brand or company that you'd like to work with or business that you'd like to be a part of Christian Dior <laughs> damn right damn damn right let's see if I can pull some strings okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll no, be no. like it'll be like the TikTok shop version of Christian Dior like here you go <laughs> I got you the dupe. <laughs> I got you the Speaking Christian Speaking of Dior TikTok, go follow us on TikTok. <laughs> <Doom Spot. laughs> I got you the Christian Dior dupe. It's the Christian. <laughs> the Christian Dior. <laughs> nah, let's, let's reel it up though. That's a good question, H. Yeah. Is, there, is there a dream brand? Dream team? Dream something? 
Or your own I brand. think my I think my dreams are limitless and endless. Like I've come to realize that that I don't want to put a limit on my dreams. Mm. Anything that comes my way, I'm very grateful for and open to. Um, like I'm recently become an author. So huh? You got a book? Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Book. How 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 long did it take to write a book? That's something that I always wonder. So we're just finishing it up, doing all like the little okay. bits, tweaks, and all that. But yeah, so one of my actual idols like she i looked up to her so much um i don't know if you heard of her but katie piper who is also a burn survivor she had acid thrown on her she was a victim of an acid attack um that was inflicted by one of her ex-partners um and she's overcome that leaps and bounds and now she's an obe you know she's incredible so when i was in hospital she reached out to me and she said, I hope you're okay. Da, da, da. She's really supported me throughout time. And when I came out of hospital, I've worked with her charity. And then last year, she just messaged me out of the blue, like DM me. She was like, hey, so I hope you're okay. I was like, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Like, can't wait for us to our run together, things like that. Yeah. And then she goes, I'm starting my first ever project. And I was like, okay. And she goes, like, my independent project of, it's going to be called The Unseen. And I want to give three people the opportunity to share their story who have impacted my life and i was thinking this woman has met some sick people in her life i mean she's met some people Mm. and she's like i'd like to offer you a chance to write your story and have your own book and publish it and i was like yo listen you girl got like fudge in a gcse's do i mean i don't even have a levels i was like a book i was like how am i gonna write a book (laughs) um so that was a big dream come true. That was a pinch me moment. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. I'd never have my own book. Um, and along with that, you know, one of the the women in that collection of books, uh, one's Ellie Goldstein. She is, I think she was the first Down Syndrome model for Gucci for right. their makeup. And she works with Adidas, like huge brands. And she's like 17. Damn. Trust me. Right? Also, I don't know. What are we doing when we're 17? Bro, some sh- not getting a bag like that. Trust <laughs> me, I was getting like, <laughs> what was I doing? I was trading gel pens or whatnot, or trying to find a fake ID. Trading gel pens? Yeah. Come on, you could I was come a up nerd. with something better than I'm, that. I'm still a nerd now. I'm, I'm, tell I'm, I'm a little bit of like a, like a geek when it comes to like certain subjects. Like f- space really fascinates me. I love space. Ah, <laughs> I love crime documentaries. No, Isn't that like every girl though? I think it is. What are you on about, Krishan? <laughs> that's fair basic. I'm not even gonna lie. The guy what? just gave me a whole lowdown of selling sunset, so I'm not trusting whatever you watch. You're I've just... got two baby sisters. Okay. I've got no issue in owning that. Right, and okay, I watched okay. a couple of episodes myself, so what? Watch the whole series. I like to see the commission. You watched the whole series. No, I didn't. <laughs> I used to watch one uh, there was a New York one that was really good. I can't forget what it's called. But I used to watch it. And when it came out on Netflix, I was like, this is the LA version. Yeah. But it became too gossipy, too wannabe yeah, Kardashians it's for me, where I lose attention span. And I'm first, like, you're just annoying me now. The first season was the best thing. Because it was That's so the one I watched. Real. Well, not all of it, but that's the one that I started watching. Yeah, that was one of my biggest achievements to now. So when, then, when when can we find the book then? What? So it's not out yet, but right. I'm going to be doing a lot more promotion, things like that, um, in terms of advertising the book. Um so yeah, I'm one of the other girls on it. She's called Livy Dean and she had retina eye cancer and right. there's a small, small chance she survived that. She has one eye and she's modelled for like Dior. She's modelled for... Christian Dior. 
Christian Dior. No, the real Christian Dior. Oh, right. Mm. Not the dupe. <laughs> <laughs> so, one minute. Just, uh, just You're off wish. Huh? Off mm. wish. DH gate Dior. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Whatever's going on here. He came and bring, he it. said I'm bringing the fire. Yeah. So I was like, okay, No, cool. I said you were on fire. I repeated what you said. You, you were, said you nah, were on you fire. Were like, okay, cool. I'm going to give it as good as you, as you can take it then. I was like, okay, cool. So I'll give you back. Bro came on smoke for you as well. Are you saying smoke because it was fire? Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you look, carry on. I'm just going to quickly oh, sort something out with some. Oh, what you done? Yeah, just plug it in. Chris is uh, currently <laughs> fucking up the set. <sighs> Krishan. Back like I never left. Give me one second. <laughs> Alright, so just to get an overview whilst H is actually gone, um the book yes. is three, three different stories yes. chaptered individual, up. No, individual books. Oh. I'm getting my whole That's what it. I was trying to think. I was like, have you got your book or is it the one book and then you guys are all like co This is a full story. I'm not a chapter. I'm not a chapter kind of girl, do you know what I mean? I am the whole book. Damn. <laughs> Tell them. Tell them. I'm the whole book. I'm the whole damn book. Hey, Hard uh, back. Okay. I didn't miss you. I'll be honest. Lies. We missed. We missed, it. We missed him. Uh, you missed him. The audience missed me. We're back. Mm. Welcome back to my show. Do you know? I I've never actually read <laughs> a book front to cover. No front to back in my life ever. Front to cover. Man to front to cover. <laughs> <laughs> right, allow it. The title. It's always <laughs> I've never, I've never read a full book before. Have you? Um, I'll be sure to do an audio book for you then. <laughs> no, I, well, I've started an audio book. Do you know? What, I just lose interest really easy. Yeah, I'm the I same. This I is why when I when I said I wrote the book, well, I you need to read write it, something. This for is the audible. I, mean. I was like, I, feel like I need you reading to write it would make sense. that I would read because I've got full ADHD brain. I just can't concentrate on something. I'm just going. Yeah. That's what I'm like when I try and read. I'm just like, oh, what a bad accident. Oh my God, what am I having dinner? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, there's my delivery. Okay, and I'm back to the fire. Oh, and then, like, I I need to yeah. be, I want to give something back in this book that's mm. going to help you evolve. Inspire. And, yeah. And take something away to implement into your life. Yeah. So yeah, that's one of my big goals. And then obviously leads. I want to go into your motivational speaking. Yes. I want to ask you about that because for me, standing up in front of a big crowd of people that are looking to take value from what you're saying would be very intimidating. So a, a lot of pressure. Yeah. So like live talks. Yeah. Like Gary Vee style, Grant Cardone. Yeah. Oh, On the mic. Cool. That's live that's, and direct. That's fucking sick. So, yeah. so how does that... <laughs> that, that is cool no, no. <laughs> how does that come about? How did that start? When was your first one? How did it happen? I, this is so strange because I just fell into that too. I just naturally started using my platform to mm -hmm. share information, to speak to my audience, to help my audience yeah. and, you know, give them bits of advice. And sooner or later, organizations, schools started to see that I was, you know, could bring something to an audience or could bring something mm. of interest to young people in schools, things like that. So then I was invited to do talks. Um, I first hosted like award shows as well. All right, and okay. I would talk there. And then from that, obviously the network there, they know so many people. So yeah, they invite yeah. you in to do talks. And um, my last most recent one was with L'Oreal. And I've just joined L'Oreal family. Okay, that's so, amazing. Um, 
Which is amazing. The skincare brand, right? Yeah. Like the moisturizers yeah. and all them things. Um, so with La Roche-Posay. And they're part of yeah, the L'Oreal umbrella. Amazing. And I went to the headquarters and I met the MD. Um, so the managing director. Yeah. And also there were two women from France who were head of the board. And it was so weird because I didn't know they were there. And after it, one of the women actually said to me, you know, I'm going through a similar situation with my family member. Can you help me? So I feel like all these things are meant Sick. to happen, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and I never thought I'd beat that girl. Yeah. Mm. Like, I still remember when I used to save up my money to buy a L'Oreal mascara. Yeah. Or, like, I used to save up my money to buy a MAC lipstick. And now, obviously, I've, like, worked with MAC before. Mm-hmm. And these are things that you just What think. would that little girl say to you? What would that little girl think of you right now? What do you think that little girl would think of you right now? Damn, you dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think growing up, I didn't have a role model. I like, us of colour and of, you know, I was I was in a diverse community. Like, mm-hmm. we were we were the minority. Yeah. Um, and my mum and dad being the first generation migrant coming over here, they came from nothing. So they always reminded me of, my heritage, who I am. And I've always kind of had to prove myself for not just me, but, you know, my parents that I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful to be here. And I didn't have a role model. So for me, my mission became being the role model that my younger self would have needed. Yeah. Mm. I said this recently. Just, uh, There's yeah, a, Matthew, a Matthew McConaughey quote that I love. And he says it as an award show. And somebody asked him who his role model was. And he goes, I don't have one. Yeah. Actually, he goes, wait, no, I do have one. And he said, my role model is me in five years. Yeah. And my role, my role model five years ago is me now. That's so exactly me. The thing, the B is that in five years, I need to be the person that five years ago me would be proud of. That's exactly it. And if you set yourself that benchmark every time, you're only Limitless. in competition with yourself to beat yourself. Yeah. And I feel like it's the healthiest competition that you could be in. I, this, I think this is it. This is what groans made me realize like even coming out of like romantic relationships in my personal life mm-hmm. those people are not mine i mm. can't control them you've got to let them fly and you fly your own path you know and your even your friendship group you should be there to motivate each other and be inspired by each other's growth 100%. Mm. more so that that growth comes from you not come from someone else mm. Because then it's most organic growth, right? Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. N- something no one can take away from you. When you're the truest vi- original version, you can't be an original. Yeah. Mm. And until that point happens, don't share the recipe if you're still if you're still perfecting the sauce. Never heard that I one. I feel before. like I That's disagree with that. I feel like. Do you? In a, in I a wait, yeah. One minute, don't share the recipe until you perfect the sauce. While well, you're still perfecting the sauce. Yeah, I actually so like, like I like that quote a lot, but no, I, I like that's it. a me quote. Huh? That's a me thing. Like that's something yeah, that I, I, I know, just I was just complimenting like, you, like <gasps> No, like as there in you I go, just give it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <sighs> He's such a sniper. I don't I don't like strongly disagree with it, but my journey like into really going after everything that I'm kind of wanting out of mm-hmm. life is not long started. Okay. And I'm still giving out advice to my friends that want more who would wish to be in my position that I'm in now where I've got the freedom where I can do whatever the fuck when I want. Mm. I earn my own money from my own business. I've got podcasts. Like, I've got an events company. Well, we. Um, yeah, like, like, yeah. you, hate. <laughs> <laughs> at least I, fuck, at least I fucking remembered you. Um, 
You know what? You know, this is all happened because of you. He CC'd you into the email. This is all. Right, Krishan, just chill out, mate. This is all happened because of you. No, but it's like I've got I've got friends that that want to be in this position who. I don't want to say aspire because I don't want to be like they envy me or anything, but like they kind of like they want to work towards it. So if I can help them out and I can give them advice and I can motivate them and push them when they're not giving it hundred percent, I want to be able to do that. Okay. Do you, do you understand I, yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I so get that for your people. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking on a wild, like wider scale. While you're still working towards yourself. Oh, you mean like via social media and stuff yeah. like that? I hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's people that don't want your success. They don't want you to. Yeah, be. yeah, yeah. Shout out to the first hater on this podcast. Matt, Matt fucking Gibbo. <laughs> is it Matt Gibbo? We're discussing. I don't know. I don't know what. Fuck you, Matt. He got, he got so triggered. He's the, he's the one. He's the one that brought him up. I didn't every, even clock you know, him before. Every 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 TikTok, every YouTube short. I noticed it first on YouTube. Matt, we're happy to have you. Fan. No, dead ass. I said to H, I was like, bro, it's so cool. We've got our first hater, man. Bro's, <laughs> yeah. bro's probably watching now, just at home, like fuming. He's like, I'm gonna tell these motherfuckers <laughs> what I think. <laughs> Yeah, I need it in writing, please. Thank you, bro. You Keep pushing the algorithm, man. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, Matt. We're gonna shit on the hater onto you. Oh, fuck, man. Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> Leave Matt alone, man. No. No, I'm sending you love, Matt, because the people who hate the most need love the most. That's what I was just about yeah, to say. Yeah. Uh, right. Maybe I just need some love. Matt, so. do you want to be Mr. Producer maybe on the pod? Maybe. No, I like being Mr. Producer. Mr. Producer. He's going to take my job. Yeah, man. It's my area. The okay, would you like to be a co-host? He's like, no, that's my job also. <laughs> uh, no, no, but um, no, back to obviously what... You good? Yeah. Rashawn, you all right? Yeah. I literally have not been well since we started the pod. Why? I don't since know. the no, moment we, we started like, the pod, he was fine. But no, we no, no, first like episode. First step. Like, yeah. Matt, he's got some juju all on this. Some what? Juju. Put some voodoo spells and what? Do you do you on that beat? Is that oh, what was it? Shut up. I feel like I've really ruined the momentum of this pod right now. No, I, I wanted to. I wanted to go back to everything to do with social media, and I completely hear with what you're. Uh, I, I I completely hear what you're saying about going out and just giving advice when you haven't really done anything because yeah, I feel like there's so much fake advice out there for people that haven't done it. You're not even qualified to give the advice yeah, yeah. yet because you're not failed enough. If that makes sense. You've mm. not realized your failures to become successful. Like for me, I don't talk about some things that I don't I don't feel like I'm qualified to talk about, mm. especially because I'm still learning. And I want to take that advice from someone who's maybe got 30 years on me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. actually that's actually a great way to put it. You know, the, the value of your advice is not actually your winnings. Mm-mm. It's about how many L's you've taken and how to counteract them yeah. or to avoid them. I've there's not been failed a lot of, enough there's yet. There's been a lot of owls, man. Fucking yeah, up. but that's <laughs> we, actually a very we, valid yeah. point. Yeah. We just Your been fucking up. don't come. We've been fucking up all day. <laughs> <laughs> is he still... This is your fault, by the way. I'm bringing... I'm just so bringing that vibes, man. He's never... Jeez. <laughs> 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 I did... Well, exactly that. I completely agree with you. Yeah. And I think that, in a nutshell, says speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. You can't... Think you're that just because you've done one thing great. Mm. How many things have you done wrong to learn to get to those things? Yeah, and that's where someone's going to find value because effectively they want to not do the things that you did wrong. Mm, so that's exactly. where you're going to assist them. Yeah, exactly that. It's been the biggest fuck up that you've ever had. Probably blowing fire on your own face, isn't it? Yeah, nearly take my own oh, life. Uh, okay, no, apart- no, because that wasn't entirely your fault. That wasn't entirely your fault. <laughs> you had an accident at work and it wasn't your fault. No, that, uh, I ruined that moment for you guys. Apart, Sorry. Ap- apart from that, like uh, like with business, with your life, with whatever you've been 
going after and doing post after that moment? Not focusing on what I want. Being too much of a yes person. Being too much of a yes person. How powerful is it when you start actually saying no? Yeah. It's something that I used to be really bad at. Yeah, because I then realised my value. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. You Can you give me a time frame of that when you came into that period? Yeah, it was when I was trying to feel accepted. In that, in that period where you were going out forcing it a bit yeah. and coming home and yeah, feeling like because oh. how can I be a role model to someone when I'm being self-destructive and not doing the inner work right okay I'm trying to be a role model but yet I'm going out and being with friends and being distant and being you know unaware and pretending as well yeah, right pretending mm. yeah and I felt like you know as much as I was strong on some of the days that I'd speak some of the days I was just like oh, this is not it this ain't mm. it and until I sat down with myself and fully hurt and cried and ate a lot of Ben and Cherries. Yeah. You twins. <laughs> Cookies and cream, right? Cute. Yeah, no, it's cookie dough. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Normal. No. I, like, I like the cookie dough you know and what? the brownie He isn't one. even a Ben and Cherries guy. I don't no, eat ice cream. No, no, you know like the half and half and it's half oh, the cold brownie and then half yeah, cookie dough. The caramel yeah, sutra. I don't like that. Weird. This is probably going to sound weird, but the other night I've started having oats before bed because it makes you sleep really well. It's been about two weeks now. It makes you sleep unbelievable. But I was round. Um, I had oats That's with breakfast. I had oats with Ben and Jerry's the other night. It was oh, unbelievable. It was really good. Let's try it. Oh my damn diabetes! <laughs> <laughs> oh my diabetes! <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this um, whole oats story so many times. Man, you've got to try the oats. No, because you I've been sleep. trying to work. Try. On, I've been trying to work on my sleep, uh, like massively. Just because. Shout out for 100%. a quick sponsor from Quake Oats. If you're listening, <laughs> I need some use, fucking oats. I use Quaker Oats, but we're giving them free promo. They don't deserve it. Oh really? Oh. Can I ask a question actually on the topic yeah. of teeth? Uh, teeth on the topic of sleep. <laughs> what was sleep like for you when your face is blown oh, up? Listen, I couldn't sleep, so I'd take medication, and the medication would put me to sleep. So and you just have to be like, just yeah, I was in, a, I was, I couldn't move, so should I was gone to, uh, just like to oats, man. I can't. I yeah. <laughs> you said you should have had some oats. He's an idiot. <laughs> Messing around. Looks <laughs> me. I, I like to sleep. Like when I sleep, I move. Mm-hmm. I sleep on my face. I sleep on my side. Like the girl can do that. And you, yeah, obviously, absolutely. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It's like, one of those things that you don't realize that you you need and the value until of you movement can't. Yeah, until you can't do it. I was like, I can't move. I can't do anything. So, what, so you were just on medication for how long just to sleep? It's been like I think that became a. I won't say addiction, but it became something that I found like my safety in right if i was mm. asleep then do you, I do you still use medication to sleep or not no you got past that i'm cool i'm don't take antidepressants don't take anything everything that i do now i want to do i want to feel it i want to feel hurt i want to feel pain that's what i'm like yeah he was most of, i won't even take like a paracetamol or something yeah no he moans at me he's like nah man he's like just have no. paracetamol okay. like nah let fuck me, that let me give you my, let me give you my my point okay i'm gonna wake up mm. and if i've got a horrible headache mm. or uh, uh my, to the point where you can't look at the light without your head hurting. Mm. If I can have a paracetamol right. and be effective on my laptop for two to three hours because of that paracetamol, I'm going to take it. Okay. Not I'll because... that headache, my bitch. But you, <laughs> I understand your points. Like yeah, I, yeah. Sometimes, if, like when I've had injuries beforehand, because I played football when I was younger, 
There you go. Tell them the joke. ACL, didn't get pro. Then he thought he just let everyone else have a chance. She's very repetitive. She's already said this joke, by the way, off camera. I'd just give everyone else on the team a shot and I'll just take this one out. Do you know what I mean? Finished yet. And now he's the water boy. Are you done? Imagine that. Water boy. Now he's there. She added that one on. In the changing rooms, brushing the boots. She's been thinking about it. And following and just filling up their water bottles. Hi, guys. Great game. Here you go. Who wants oh, a massage? Like, oh, <laughs> a massage as oh, well. Oh, oh, Physio, wardrobe, oh, boot cleaner, <laughs> cheers, shoe cheers. shider. Thank, thank, thanks, Krishan. Thanks, Krishan, for the water. Thanks, man. <laughs> you know what? I'm just happy that I can take this. I thought he was going to leave. Take what? Hey? Imagine if I was very emotionally unstable. You guys probably oh, would have ruined my life. Stop that bit now. now. Get the violins out. <laughs> God. Can I finish my story now? You're kind of being a hole right now, Eric. I used to never used to take painkillers with injuries <laughs> because I wanted to know where I was at in terms of my recovery process. Okay. Can I straighten my leg without feeling it? Yeah, if I'm that doped makes up, sense. if I'm doped up and I've got a problem with my knee. Mm. I'm going to be able to straighten my leg and not know any difference. So automatically in my head, I'm further in my progression than I actually am. Yeah, which so when I come back, back down to earth, when, when I say come back down to earth, like I'm on fucking whatever. Yeah, when you're is. sober. Yeah, when when the the painkillers effectively wear off. Yeah, I'm here mentally, but physically I'm still there. So you and then it brings worse. me back down. Yeah, here as well in terms of the recovery process. Mm. But a simple thing like a paracetamol, if I've got a headache, like I'm like, it's just going right. to make me be able to tick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. But anyway, enough about paracetamols and water boys and bullshit. I, okay, Krishan. <laughs> <laughs> Your transition mm-hmm. between being dependent yeah. on this medication to sleep, yeah. on these antidepressants to feel okay, mm-hmm. to Sophie today, that transition, I want to know about that. There's a lot of inner work, a lot of solitude, a lot of silence. Um I had to take a lot of things away that I thought were what I enjoyed, but really they weren't. They were just things that I used as a distraction. Mm. So I don't go out anymore at all. Um, I don't really drink, don't really do that. I'm just so focused on like the weekday. I used to really look forward to the weekends. Now I look forward to the weekday. I'm like, yes. Do you know what it is? I, I, I'm, well, I, we're kind of like that at the moment. It's like, you just lose track of days, man. You're like, yeah, fuck, like, like, what day is it? Like, it's yeah. the best thing though. It's a nice feeling. It is, isn't it? Mm. To want to like get up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at one point when you don't want to get up, it's the worst. How sick is it to have that freedom as well where you don't even know what day is it? Like, day is. Yeah, I love that. Because you're just like, every day is a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think now I separate well, I have separated. There's Soph and there's Sophie Lee. Sophie Lee is who I turn up to. So fire Lee, right? Oh, yeah, because I'm so damn fire. Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> Go on, carry on though. I'll cut you up. Um, yeah, I think I had to separate those two people because at one point I was just living in a big blur of Sophie Lee, which was chaos. Soph was the girl that did all the inner work. She was the girl that cried. She was the girl that just sat at home and ate pasta mm. and just... You know, was a girl. Just, just was a girl. Yeah, that's it. Wasn't yeah. a motivational vulnerable. speaker. Wasn't a yeah. yeah. No, vulnerable. Sophie Lee is the one that right game face. This is who I need to be. This is who I am when I go to meetings. This is who I am when I you know do talks and things like that. Yeah, there's an element of Soph when I do talks because I take a piece of her vulnerability with me. Yeah, so you can be relatable to the people that you're putting of your course. information out to. 
But ultimately, if I want to leave the audience with something valuable, I want to come as the strongest version of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How's Soph doing now? Soph is good. Mm. She's at peace. I'm glad. It makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I wanted. I thought I wanted all the other things, but now I'm at peace. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. really at peace. And it's just a fucking dope place to be. Like, mm. to be able to sleep at night, like, peacefully. I, 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 do you know what? That is a question I ask. Can you sleep peacefully at night? Um. Yeah. Or are you up thinking? Or my I mind could, ticks could, a lot. About yeah, my mind might tick about work. I'm thinking about. Oh, I should have done this, or I can do this. Like two nights ago, I was already thinking about how I'm going to structure your trailer for this podcast. Okay. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Creatively, I just my mind when, I'm in, when I'm in bed. Yeah. But I'll never go to sleep thinking, oh, I've run done some, I've wrong done somebody, yeah. or I, I, I did something you move bad. With, you move with just clear intentions, though. You Always pure, pure yeah. vibes, and that's and me. that was reflected from the first time we met. Yeah. And that I, I think so. I, yeah, that, and that's why effectively. Oh, no, but that's mm-hmm. why you gave somebody who's this a nobody in the room. Kushan, I know, I know. So you have him in it in a minute. Okay, <laughs> it's not all about you. <laughs> all right, no, I'll, I'll, I'll let Krishan chat for a little bit. <laughs> the thing is, I hate that this is going to stick. It's going to stick. It's going to be... And it's your fault. Many podcasts. Come. Hey, your, your <sighs> uprising will be the making of you, Krishan. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, are you threw me off now? I don't even know what I was saying. What was I saying? Yeah, pure intentions and... Yeah, so you, you effectively gave a nobody in the room, which is what I was at that time, compared to the other oh, people. Oh, no. True. Nah, the time of day, me. the time of day, because that vibe of, hey, how are you? Was, hello, how are you? Good. That, it bounces. And what, what I'm a firm believer of what you're going to put out, it's going to come back. Do you know why? Because I don't think I'm anyone. I'm just me. I know, like as in, yeah, no, but like, you're in, saying no, but like as in, but in that any, room, of, it, in that anything. room, you could have found probably a lot more value in conversations with other people. If that makes sense, I could agree to a yeah? certain point, but also I value what you have to say. Yeah, no, yeah, like, I, 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 that, I think that that makes sense. Something that successful you get, people you get what have. I'm saying, I, I understand yeah. what you're saying, but everybody that I've met. That's doing better than me. The first, the, the, oh hey, how's it going, man? Oh, what's your Insta? Come on, let's connect and we'll, and we'll link up next time. Yeah, you're, you're in Manny, for instance, or ex, like, do you understand what I'm saying? It's always the people that are doing good things in life. Always will make the time of day for everybody else. I always have time for other people because, as much as they can learn from me, I can learn from them. Mm. Mm-hmm. You never and know what someone has to offer. Yeah, exactly. You might be better than me, way better than me, mentally and in terms of wisdom. Yeah. Mm. You know, I, I, I'm never going to put my nose up to giving someone the time of day because time is time is the most valuable thing that we have. Mm-hmm. So if we can give a piece of that to someone, that is so much more valuable than a following, so much more valuable than mm-hmm. airtime or whatever, just having that moment. Yeah. yeah no. So thank you for just speaking to me because I just felt like this, this, it, that's the reason we connected, no? And yeah, the reason we're here now. Well, there was a lot of... There was a lot of that night for us was was really was, special. Because it was a big turning point in yeah. our journey. We weren't supposed to be there. We, we, we snuck in. We weren't supposed yeah, to be yeah, there. Yeah. Do you know how weird it is, right? I I got invited there and I just thought, there's some heavy people going here. Because like, it's brand... Have you ever had Gooms in your mind? You're like, Gooms are going to be there. Yeah, Fuck me. Yeah, definitely want to go on that podcast. That <laughs> <is absolutely laughs> we didn't even have a podcast then. <laughs> that is my, well, exactly. I manifested it. 
Amazing. <laughs> I was literally like, okay, this is... Carry on, you you were invited, Sorry. there was going to be some yeah. heavy people there. Yeah, and what? I just thought, me? Yeah. Me? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's a cool feeling, isn't it? Yeah, because at one point I was like... Oh, they're dope! Like I want to wear those clothes. I buy these. Yeah, those burn. boys. The boys. The uh, boys are smashed. Yeah, I was gonna it, say me and Chris. Boys are we, we, we really look up to both Michael and George. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so good as yourselves being businessmen mm-hmm. to always look up to and feel inspired, not always. feel intimidated. No, mm-hmm. it loves. It loves. Do you know what no. I mean? Share the love. I was the first. I, as soon as they finished their talk, I grabbed him. I wasn't. Hey man, can I have a photo? I said, bro. Thank you, first of all. Congratulations on everything that you've achieved because you're amazing. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that you helped me get out of bed at six in the morning. And he smiled. And he you're smiled. You've been struggling with getting out at six in the morning. Yeah, no, no, but... because he ain't having the oats and the Ben and Jerry. That's probably why. I mean... Yeah, 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 but, yeah. like, l- l- that little thing, he was like, I took value from you waking up and going and starting your date earlier. Early. To go and get your shit done early. Mm-hmm. I took value from that and it has changed my whole life, and my For productivity. Sure. And I saw that he saw that he added value to me and it wasn't like a, ah, la, it was a, yes, bro, respect. Nah, bro, you did he, this for me. He had you, he didn't spud you back. Oh God. On the represent behind the brand, if you forward to the end, you're going to sit, they go to spud me and then Chris is there waiting for a spud and then I was a spud. Yeah, it's just the way that it was edited, I got a spud. <laughs> nah. <but> the... <laughs> See, what, what? Are you all right? Chris, <laughs> this is slowly turning to Doom's pod, not Groom's pod. That's good. Damn. You're very sharp. Up there, Should get Matt Gibber on here. Huh? Be Doom's pod. Get Matt Gibber. Who's the hair? Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. <coughs> but yeah, it was it was one of those things where for somebody even there to be like, you helped me do this, or you, I saw that he took that made him happy inside. It was like I helped it, this dude, and I don't know him because to him, he's gonna have so many pictures, Millions photos, and- whatever. But for him to know that he added value. To yeah. someone without even through the clothes or yeah. through it's just through the essence of himself. Yeah, and it's, his day to day of how he operates. Yeah, I think inspired me to conver- operate. I think having that conversation with someone that's doing like a lot better than you is way more worthwhile than just going up to him and asking for a photo. Oh, well, million percent. Yeah, like, it, because I don't know when, when you put yourself in the good rooms, you never know when you're going to see someone else again. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I'm literally the same. Like it's crazy how just being yourself and being true to yourself and not going into places with an agenda or a chip on your shoulder mm. will get you so much further. Have you walked into a room before and be like, oh my God, that's... And really been like in a fangirl moment and brought yourself back down to earth or not? I think I did when I was young. Like when yeah. I was when I went to LA. Yeah. And we were in the LA airport. What were you in LA for? Um, it was after I had my accident, I came back from ho- like hospital yeah. from um, Chicago. Right. I planned a girl's trip to LA and Vegas. Right. And I was like, I have to go. I'm mm. not not going. Yeah. Like, I have to go. Wait, so yeah. you went literally... I came home out. for like four days, oh, got wow. the train down to London, and then flew from Heathrow, Heathrow to Damn, LA. mad. Yeah. So you were active and you were still hurting as well. Yeah, because I was like, <laughs> I cannot. I, this yeah. is not, not happening. I'm going. Goodbye. Yeah. Mm. I saw Paris Hilton at the airport, and I was like... That's who's, hot. Who's Paris Hilton? <laughs> I actually didn't really know those. Right, get on to him then. Paris Hilton? Who's that? She's like, when you were growing up, when it was like, she's like 2000s, 2K pop culture. Like actual. I do not know Paris Hilton. I don't know who that is. Her bro. family owned the Hilton. Oh, they actually own the Hilton? Yeah. Paris Hilton. Oh, you don't even fucking, you don't know who it is. <laughs> yes, I do. No, he bro. He's looking at me, he's going, yeah, 
How do you not know that is, man? <laughs> you don't even fucking know it is. Do you know Ki- Kim Kardashian used to be her, um, like, wardrobe cleaner or assistant or whatever? A what? Like, assistant. Damn. She was Paris Hilton's assistant. Mm, like, I think she then used she to got sell that her ass out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she Rachel. made a movie and then became. Kim <laughs> gave it a bubble butt. I don't know. Paris Hilton was start. You were starstruck with Paris Paris Hilton. Yeah, because I was young. I was like, oh my god, I've watched her life from growing up, and then now yeah. I just think, oh, she's just another girl. Like, she's another yeah. woman. Now I don't see people in their value of how many followers they have or how popular they are because sometimes when you do meet your heroes and they're not who you want them to be, it's so shit. It's literally yeah. like. Oh, I thought you were gonna be so much more. Yeah, so I don't have any expectations of people now because then yeah. it's like, I get you from face value and yeah. who you are and how you treat me says a lot more than mm. the pedestal that I've put you on. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. No, do, you th- do you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, you met any people that you've been like, oh, fuck, you're actually shit? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Don't you dare say me. <laughs> I don't think. Okay, I've lost an answer now. Um, <gasps> My heart. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm joking. Um, I don't think there's anybody that's really uh, I've met personally. I don't uh, think I've really met anybody like on a level where I yeah, got any judgment, where I can have any judgment to the point where I really look up to this person. I've met them and I've really been like, oh, you know what? I'll tell you who I don't think who I would be defo starstruck by probably. And I don't think that they would be a dick. Be Drake. I think I meet Drake, man. I think he's going to give whoever in the world that is a fan of him the time of day. Straight up. I, I just I could imagine him being that type of guy. Disagree. Do you agree with that? You think Drake's gonna give you the time of day? I don't like by the time of day. I don't mean he's gonna fucking take you out for lunch. But I, I mean, think it depends he's, he's, on your environment. Gonna... If you see him in the club, then no, he's not gonna give you the time of yeah. day because you're in the club. Do you know what I mean? You're, yeah, I don't to mean me, you're just like there. But if you're in a situation where everyone's there to yeah, that's what I'm saying. Connect. I don't think he's gonna act stush. I think so. Yeah, I don't think he would. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think Drake's gonna air you? Yo, bro, Sp- <laughs> you're spud like Georgie. Have you, you realised that he's on smoke? <laughs> have I, I thrown lit, one? I lit the fire. Have I thrown? <laughs> you keep coming to these it, puns, man. You are, you are good at that. But have you realised that he comes at me a lot? By the I, way, no, I have I come for him it's once? It's all coming from love. I know, but have I come at him once? It is pod? love. I, do you know what? No, to be fair, you are being a bit mean. Being mean, you see how this cunt is from me? episode <laughs> one. I told you, H would jump. Yeah, and he's like, I need to speak to HR, and you're like, I am HR. <laughs> <laughs> HD, HD. I want to talk about. I want to talk about your personal life. Right. Um, this is juicy because no I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you a question, and I don't want you to take any offense to it. Okay. Um, I know you won't. No, I won't. Um. I'm excited. Obviously, no me. yeah. So mm. you went through a pretty traumatic experience, mm. and you had a very visual. I was in a, di- was in a visual deficit, guys. Like <laughs> something happened to you where your your uh, visually you were different. Yeah. Very quickly, right? Mm-hmm. On a personal level of being Sophie Lee, the Fire Girl of Manchester, who's up on the stages and is looking sexy and and doing all of that, where mm-hmm. you're here. And you're, you're, you're mentally here and you think, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From that to obviously the girl that you told us about where you were in that, in that moment where mm. you're mentally very, very here, there and everywhere. Mm. Coming out from that on a personal level, have you seen a difference in 
the attraction that you'd say you have like people are, yeah. are, are, are less attracted to you you feel like people are more attracted to you have you seen the effects of that it's, does it affect you does it not affect you i think um so when this happened to me i went through a period of celibacy I just had to focus on myself. Obviously, I didn't look how I wanted to look anyway. So yeah. that was just off the cards. Um, and then this past year and a half, I took up celibacy again. But right, I look okay. like this. Yeah. So it was a whole different experience because I put so much value in like myself. And now I know what I want in a partner. Like it's not that like I, I know that I will only attract as good as I am. Mm -hmm. If I'm low vibrational, I'm going to jump on that low vibrational energy because all I want is attention. Yeah. I don't want attention anymore. Like, I don't care. You know, I'm happy within my own attention. I, I like my alone time. Man. Yeah. It's like the best thing, like when you can take yourself out, you can do things yeah. for you. It's like, I, I read something like, and this is so true. I'm like, this is how I would want it to be. If I was to be with someone, I don't want to be the first option. I want you to have your own shit going on. And Facts. me to have my own shit going on. And when we come together, we're a fucking team. Like, we're a powerhouse. Yeah. Mm. Like, I want you to be inspired by me and me to be inspired by you. So we're constantly learning from each other. Yeah. I don't want it to be a case of, you're doing a bit better than me. I feel demasculated. Because I understand. You don't want it to be a tit for tat. No. Like, yeah. I understand that we all have female energy and, and male energy. Mm -hmm. right? I have my masculine energy, which is when I need to go to a meeting. But if I'm going to be with my man, he gets the side of me that no one sees. The vulnerability, the nurturing side, mm -hmm. you know, the the sensitive side, the side that I want to show as a good partner and someone who he would see as a potential wife and future mother to his kids. Yeah, I wouldn't come in all guns blazing being like, you need to take me out for a meal. You need to... Because I feel like that that's very, very normal now it's become yeah, normal that like, if you're gonna be a strong woman you have to you can't you can't be submissive to your man but you, you need can't to be clever be... with it a guy will submit to you when you are gentle when you don't ask for everything he'll want to do those things for yeah, you yeah no 100 when I you vouch. come all guns blazing demanding all this shit he's gonna be like for me that's off, but that's like bitch do one man some some, I... some girls actually like enjoy it though when they try and act like the the dominant uh, person to front in, 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 the, in the relationship, yeah. From but an the, insecurity they're, they're actually, of, I need to be that because yeah. I'm not. If mm. That makes yeah. sense. I, I, I was gonna say, I you're feel like, searching for that yeah. too much. What you want does not will not want you. I was gonna what say, you I attract like, will come to you. Mm -hmm. I feel like they actually want to be submissive, but they just want you to show be, that be, dominance. Yeah, be, be, be even more dominant over them. But but girls like that with me, I, I ain't even got time of day for. Well, this. I can't. I like, don't oh, even I, blame I you. The energy for this. That's why there's like I know this is like a weird topic, but there's some things that. There's no weird topics on the Goobs podcast. Yeah, we spoke about some fucked <laughs> shit. It's like... Talk about kebabs. Hey, shut up, man. Carry on. <laughs> Keep going. Like, I get why some guys and this whole dating era is how it is. Because it's like, fucking hell, we've forgotten our, our like, roles as women and how powerful that is. And it's how refreshing we can, that you've got that take on it. Genuine. Yeah, and how we can fucking turn the, turn the game. Like, yeah, cool. My man's going to go to work and you want a strong, independent woman. Cool. So what am I going to show you with that money that I've made? Well, I'm going to hire a cleaner, hire a whatever, or make sure there's food on the table, make sure there's this. This is what I did with my day. Then we have more time to spend together. Why are you crying over the fact that you're there going, I want to be a strong, independent woman, but then I want him to pay for everything for me. No, we've got to show what your worth is. So then your man will never lose, lose sight of your worth. Mm. 
Right. I, I just I just don't understand this. Like, I don't understand how we've got to this place where we're demanding X, Y, and Z, but we're not willing to put any of the work in. Do you think do you think somebody like examples and I don't dislike these people or mm. whatever, but for example, the the guys that are coming up, Ice Spice, Cardi B, Nikki, these types of females that are looked at as strong independent women because of the line of work they're in, the amount of money they make, the fame that they've got. And they're talking about, my man, this. And I'm not going to phrase no one because I don't know. Mm. But do you think that has a negative effect on the next generation of young girls that are looking up to those type of people that are never going to be a platinum selling it out rapper? That are so never going to, do you know what I mean? I grew up Nikki era. Yeah. I am a Nikki girl. Yeah. Right, down to the T, super bass. I was the young money era. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can rap, you know? Word for word. Um, moment for life. Moment for life. Mo- Good song. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. With Drake. In, in, yeah. Mm. And th- that video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. Drop them to the knee. Yeah, no. Man. No. Can you sing? A no. little bit. <laughs> I'm the vibes, man. The way she looked at me then. Yeah. Her face is... Rolling back to some people are never going to be a platinum selling album. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on to your new Nikki Super Bass era and all of that. Yeah. yeah. I, she does talk about having education. So I appreciate that. Okay, no, that, that might just be me being miseducated mm, in, that, in that thing. But but it's also, I think, there are some things that they know they are very, they are the true influences of life. Mm-hmm. They are the true influences. And we grow up wanting to be that, aspiring to be that. This isn't me saying either that the, no, male, ra- that. the male rappers are any better. Yeah, because they because talk about fucking things. chicks doing this. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. But exactly. They're promoting things that, for me, doesn't value you as a man. Yeah, it because no one's. Yeah, unless well, only great, only Drake's really. He's been saying stuff that's like, like about elevation. He's quite inspiring. Yeah, I but like. I, no, I, I think I think there's a couple. I think Drake's on a different like level though as well. I'm yeah. talking about like just your 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 standard your day to day rapper that you're gonna find on the Spotify R and B playlist. See, or whatever the way that up. I see it is. Their music is their, it's their it's, asset. Yeah, it's not a true reflection it's of them. It's not a true reflection yeah. of them. They're using that asset in order to elevate into a better position in life. Mm-hmm. That asset is a record, right? Each record makes more money. And in turn, that money makes them richer. So they're going to play into what is going to sell that asset. Mm-hmm. It's like you won't buy a dusty ass house and try and sell it for one mil. You, you just wouldn't, right? Mm-hmm. So you start within your means, you work out your audience, and you play towards the audience. Oh, you use Drake in an example. Mm. Drake's music 10 years ago is very different to Drake's music now. Yeah. Why? Sure. Because he's on completely different levels. Yeah. And in the sense of what he's talking about, how he's spinning I don't even it. know what Drake's rapping about, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, bro, but like, it's, just, it's, it's, just, it's just rich people's shit. Like, you don't even know. We're in a Bissoni room in a Bibelos. <laughs> <laughs> it's always pasta as well. Like, <laughs> Do you know one of his fav- my favourite lyrics of his is, um, I like when money makes a difference, but don't make you different. What song is that from? Yeah. What song is that from? Um, from is it from Take Care album? I think it is. Yeah, like. it's from Pound Cake. Yeah. Oh, no, that's nothing. the same. Fuck. I actually know that bar for bar. Well, you obviously don't. No, no. Like when when I hear the instrumental, I think it's from Pound Cake. Okay, let's go to music then. Let's go to music. What's your? Who's on your playlist? Who's most featured on your playlist? I like Scissor at the moment. Uh, Oh, low. Okay, standard. 
I'm gonna try it low. Is can't lose. Yeah, I like that the one. weekend. Yeah, just me and my feels. The, I can't like the weekends just for no, me. No, not just now. Not this. That's no, but not this weekend. I'm talking about like the weekend when you first came on. Morning. The uh, back in the day. Games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, back yeah. then weekend. Now okay. weekend is trying to be a low budget Bruno Mars mixed with uh, it. Michael I don't Jackson. really get those vibes. I think Bruno Mars really is a goat. I fuck with Bruno Mars. <sighs> Today, I no, I liked him. Like I liked him when it was like <laughs> talking to the moon. You know what I mean? <laughs> Huh? When he was like talking to the moon and like when I was your man, when he was trying to be like, what about um, yeah, that's this my bitch got me paying banger. <laughs> <laughs> Some bitch got him paying the rent. No, that's know. the Bruno Damn tune, right. isn't it? What's it called? Damn right. I don't know. I that's don't a good know. song though. It's a new one. I felt like you got a bit triggered from that. Have you lived through that no. song? Can't <laughs> <laughs> be playing. Can't be paying the rent. <laughs> fuck, the, fuck those bitches, man. <laughs> Okay, no so shit, we, I mean that. we've got Scissor, we've got Weekend. Yeah, Janae Aiko, Drake. Yeah. Oh, Drake um, the goat, man. Nikki, we're back so I'm, in the I'm day. getting like, so like, you like the slow R&B kind of things. That I'm things an are gonna old vibe school you. R&B girl, like yeah. the 90s love girl. That's me. I'm not into the whole... Excuse me? Can you do that one more time, please? No, I mean it like the way you did. Depends on what mood I'm in. I'm just a bit like... So what we're doing in the spare time then, other than pop, 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 popping up, yeah. like everything is about like the meaning, really. Yeah, I want, I want, I, I feel like I just think music's gone into such a technical direction where everything is just manufactured so fast and regurgitated. Yeah. Mm. Like I think one of the best, um, best rappers and lyricists is like J Cole. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say, yeah. this, like that's the first name that came to mind. Yeah, and no role models. No, no role models. Love yours. Wet yeah. dreams, bro. One of my favorite songs is Planes by him and oh, Jeremiah. Oh, what a song. That's one of my favorite yeah, songs yeah, ever. Yeah. Um, this is, I think I, Wet I Dreams think is one of the best songs. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, facts. It's the, the storytelling, story the, the flow, mm. the sound. I know, that, I know Wet Dreams bar for bar. Yeah, Do you know um, Joyner Lucas? Um, ADHD album. Oh, it's dope. Fuck, I can't think. Who's that song with? He did a song about Will Smith, remember? It was like, I, I don't know. Well, I feel like, I feel like, like I know a truth. He's got. <laughs> you know, totally on the right, spot right this now. This is a, <laughs> see, you don't like it. I've always just been thinking. I'm the guest. I, th- huh? I think. <laughs> so you. I've got, I've You're got a valid. Different. You're the host. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. I, I think I've got a valid opinion. Okay, I okay. think that a 10 out of 10 J. Cole song mm. is better than a 10 out of 10 Drake song. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, it's got meaning, yeah, story. but then. Every other like rating of Drake is better than J Cole. Yeah, because I think Drake gets the beat right. His Drake flow, gets yeah, the flow. The flow of the like it's very Cole's easy to listen. Yeah, but J Cole's yeah, but album. J Cole's more. For, I think he suits guys because his his lyrics are quite boisterous rather than to the girls. Whereas yeah, Drake Drake's a both. lover. Drake's yeah. a Drake's it a what Dra- it Depends what Drake's vibes a Drake's boy. on. I'm yeah, yeah, Drake's Mr. Lover Boy. You know what I mean? J Cole is Mr. Guy from the ends. I feel like J. Cole's best songs, excluding the ones that we just said, well, some of them are all features, though. Have features on them. Uh, um, actually, do you know what? Do you know what I mean? Don't talk about I'm trying Cole to think. Like that. No, I'm trying to think. I fuck with J. Cole heavily. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying but to think. The ones that get me to, the most recent ones anyway, like, they've got features, like, they've got features on them. And I know you nah, can say the same about, about Drake, but I, I could lie. listen to Drake's album back to back to back lie. on his own and be happy. Mm. Cole's the the tune from Creed Three. You seen Creed Three yet or not? No. The fight, the the training oh, yeah, montage. Cole's got a tune. It's just I him. 
Bro, yeah, bad boy. The tune, yeah. is all I've been listening to. It's more than fire. I'm watching Creed not to listen to this to the track. I'm watching for one person only. We all know who he is. Michael B. Jordan. Sylvester Stallone's not in it. I can't, I'd say that Michael B. Jordan's one of my man crushes. Either Michael <laughs> B. Jordan or Drake. Drake. I think Drake's quite handsome. You think Drake's ugly? He's all right, but he's not like my crush. So okay, so like I like Reggie Jean. I don't know who that is. The guy who was in Bridgerton. The fuck? I don't know who that is. <laughs> good. At least you won't get jealous when you've. We're on cultured. Who's who's your woman crush Wednesday? Is it, what's his name? I can pull it up. Reggie Jean. Reggie Jean. The first ever fact check on the Goons podcast. He's Jimmy. What, who's your woman crush Wednesday? Do you know our first ever woman crush was Avril Lavigne? Who? Avril Lavigne. She's now dating Tiger. I don't know who that is. Tiger. Oh, no, fuck Tiger. Sorry, oh, I recognise him. Wait, right. you, that's your man crush, really? Let me see. Looks a bit like an ostrich. Le- don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't you see that like, high neck? Like, I know you know what I, I mean. Just to... Sorry, okay, it looks handsome there. Let me see. And this suit's quite cool. Really? <laughs> look at him. Yeah, but look at him here. He looks like my Uber driver yesterday. Don't you dare. Come, Come on. on. I don't know who it is. Listen. Look at that. How is that, how is that a woman Chris Wednesday, bro? How can you say <laughs> that? Don't you see ostrich? When I say ostrich? How can you say that? Ostrich, yeah, man. Like, I can see him like running like that. Like with his neck Wait, out. What's he doing? Feathers going. Fair, I, do fair, I think um, this is basic, but Central Sea is cool. I think Central Sea is cool. Yeah, I see that. He's got that cool like bad boy but like he also looks like a good boy at the same time look he's a and pretty boy it's, it's the it's the it's the swag that comes with it as well that and i like that he's asian where's he from i think he's got he's got a mix of everything but i think he's got a bit of chinese in him oh for real mm. Are you originate you originate from china i'm f- no so i was born here but i've lived in china and my second language is cantonese was my first can you speak some mm, yeah no like right now they say yeah sorry sorry i said what would you like me to say that's cool um can I know? What, what do you get? Okay, do you get offended? Oh, no, say, like, no. say Christian is my friend. Christian, hi, my friend. Christian, hi, my friend. Hi, my friend. Hi, my friend. I ain't even gonna try, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what she said. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Okay, I want to ask you a question, yeah? Yeah. Because you said your, your second cat, your second. Your second language was Cantonese, yeah. yeah? So, do you get like frustrated by the Chinese takeaways here? No, because my mum and dad have one. Really? <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. Is it the same though? Nah. Like, do you get, do you which get, do you one is so white people think Do you get pissed food? off when people order chicken, uh, sweet and sour chicken no, balls? No, because that's them. Because I'm not eating that. I don't fuck with that shit. I know, but. Doesn't it frustrate you when someone has a sweet and sour chicken Cantonese ball and chips and says, I'm having a Chinese tonight? Break my Chinese order. No. No? No, because you're giving me money. Can, no. you, can you rate it? <laughs> Pay me. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, then, hey, I want you, right. Sweet chicken sour chicken, you like, bosh. Yeah. Right. Sweet and sour chicken Cantonese style. Egg fried rice. Caught duck. Aromatic duck. This is a big plate. I'll spend like forty pounds Pink, on Chinese. Pinch a bit. Or something. Yeah, okay. we, we got to share, share Chinese. Yeah, right? same. I'm, I'm. I'm trying to think. What? What else? Do, whenever I get Chinese, usually with you. What else do we get? 
Uh, sometime crispy shredded beef. Uh, sh- oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I love crispy beef. shredded beef. Yeah, yeah. Mm. banging. Um, has to be spicy as well. Yeah, yeah. the chili mm. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else do we get, bro? Chili garlic um, prawn. No. Yeah. Oh, oh, I like salt oh, and pepper prawns. Salt and pepper prawns, man. Salt and pepper prawns. Mm. I like seaweed. Yeah. Seaweed but it's not real seaweed. You know that, right? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. It's it's just cabbage. Just oh, how do they make it? By chopping up the cabbage and deep, <laughs> deep, deep fry it. Deep fat fry it, yeah. And then they put MSG on it and then they put fish floss on top. So, pay me. <laughs> Damn. Um, seaweed. Damn. You learn something new every day, man. Mm. Um, what else do we have on our Chinese order? Obviously, you got to go noodles. Oh, love the noodles. Do you know what my... F- one of no chow really mein, though. I just want moment. noodles with bean sprouts. That's Do you know what, what I love at the moment? Weekend song where it's like, got a sweet Asian chick, she got a little man. Huh? Oh, she can sing. Heard a bit. Yeah, she said. Heard a bit. A She's not going to drop some on the pod, man. No, this is not a live and direct exclusive. Why not? We're not here, we're not here for this. Have you got any um like passion projects that you want to start? Just anything you just think would be fucking cool. Yeah. You're like, why not? I'll give it a crack. Sing. What, what do you mean? Like, as in... Just any, anything. Yeah, Could I'm be a professional dancer. So I what? did, I did oh, sing and dance. Cool. I did... I've sung and danced. Oh, I did. I was in a girl that. group and stuff like that. Like, what, really singing? Yeah. yeah. So I learned singing and... Well, like, like, Beyonce and them no, guys I'm talking there. about, like, would you, like, pick it back up? Like, a passion yeah. project that you start now? So I go back into dancing now. What's the name? You'd go back into or you've gone back into? No, like, I'd just dance, but not it out there because it's my passion you know it's my right. escape time it's like going to the gym it's like my right, own little okay. thing i didn't know that about you it's you cool i grew up being so a gymnast and lack and yeah what? grew up being a gymnast oh damn so that's how i got into fire because i was already an answer oh, okay. and i wanted to learn a new skill mm. and then you basically just how can i monetize this yeah now incorporated it all yeah cool mm. i didn't know that about you yeah I learned something every day is a school day christian so don't dip in school <laughs> stay in school guys <laughs> you said earlier you were quite shit at school right yeah to somebody that's at school that's not doing very well and has a dream has aspirations has a work rate knows what they want to do or knows where they want to get to but the school system, system isn't allowing them to flourish in the way that they want to their results aren't good they're getting poor exams all of this kind of stuff what would you say to them Stay free thinking. Mm. Don't lose that about yourself. Be your own person. Believe in your own direction. Because these skills that you acquire, knowledge is always acquirable, but your own assets in life, so your personality, your little traits, your quirks, things like that, your Mm -hmm. passions, people can't teach you those. You have to want them. So keep those. Later on in life, if you've done shit in school, later on in life, you can pay to learn. Mm. There's always time to learn. But it's going to take you longer to find what you... Find yourself. Yeah. So if you are with, like already within yourself and know that I'm like this and I'm like that, don't lose that spark. Mm. Keep that spark by yourself. Because that's definitely something that I lost a little bit because I was, I was quite racially bullied going to school. Oh, wow. I was the only Chinese girl. Um, I've been kind of the only Chinese person, girl, around my circles growing up anyway. Um, that's why I said I want to be my own role model because mm-hmm. I never had one. And I just wanted to be the clown because I wanted to be acceptable. Uh, acceptable? Accepted. Accepted. Yeah, and I wanted to be, if I'm, if I'm not cute and I'm not fit and I'm not that girl, I'll just be funny yeah. <laughs> or mm. whatever. And for me, that was my little, like, escape. So I was just like, oh, whatever. And it, it did make my grades go down because I didn't concentrate. But then I never lost that part of me that was like, no, I need to prove these motherfuckers wrong. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what drives me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I enjoy like just proving people wrong. Yeah, I was Love told that. I wasn't gonna really that inner do dog, much. that inner dog that's like, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna fall into that. Into that. I was I'm told I wasn't gonna do much of school. It was like, oh, it's a shame. For my GCSEs, they asked me to drop like three subjects. It's like no, so I'm gonna fucking smash the shit out of them. Yeah. So I just revised better. Like I got bare shit grades all year round. I didn't even turn up to one of my GCSEs. Why? I did a dance. Um, college audition on my German <laughs> GCC and I was Yo, like I rate it though I yeah I was like, like you it. know what and it was the only dance college I auditioned for so I was like mm. this is all or nothing but what so do you find know. more interested in, interested in now though dance or German the language German I didn't even I exactly know. obviously you you've not gone to that exam but you find more enjoyment and spend more time in dance than you do in the German language now take the risks like I said if you don't Fair. fail if you don't fail, you're not going to know what your successes are. I'm like the most impulsive, like risk taker. Same. I just I'm fucking, well, I'm just impulsive that. about everything. Just like fucking. Age is impulsive about everything. This is literally me. <laughs> Do you get very, like just excited randomly? Yeah, I once found out that <laughs> I was, I had an inkling that my ex was cheating on me. So I booked when a flight. When you got excited about it? No, no, no. I had booked an inkling. Booked a flight? I had an inkling that he was, so he went traveling to go find himself. We were going through a rough patch and he went to Thailand. The guy was dragging this out, dragging his feet. Kept saying, oh, I'm coming back next week. Can't wait to like, get an apartment with you. I was like, this is, is booky. This is so booky. Bear in mind, he's been, he was my only boyfriend. So I've been with him for like four and a half years. Long time. I made, I, that night, Sunday, I got paid. Monday morning, I was on a flight to Thailand. Didn't tell anyone. I was fucking, fuck sh- I was absolutely shaking like leave. I was like, fuck. I did so much research on him. I became the I became MI five in about eight minutes. It's what scares me about women, you know. And I tracked. <laughs> it actually scares me. He, he was in Patong in Thailand, and I went there and I turned up to the tattoo shop, and he was like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And that's how I found out he had someone else. And that week in Thailand, I was by myself. I found these. I was in a I was in a beach club, and I was crying because I was like. This is the end. Like, I'm not going to find anything better. Blah, blah, blah. Found See, these crazy <laughs> Aussies that were just like on a mad holiday. And I just spent like a week and a half with them just doing mad shit in Thailand. And then came home, mm. started my own company, did this, did that. And then not spoke to the guy since. So you flew all the way to Thailand just to get kind of dumped and no, get find out. Found out that, I was found just going to say closure, che- yeah. Found out you Because the guy's then. been back to me since. So for me, if I'm, if that. I'm not going to lie to you. Four and a half years is a long time to yeah. throw away. Hundo. You know, and if you're not being responsive to me, cool, I'm going to take the measurements in my life that I need to take to confirm that. So yeah. that time for me was the whole thing of like, I need to straighten up. And the day that this accident happened was on his birthday. What, his birthday's April Fool's yeah. as well? I should have known. I should have known not today. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I think, um, I think, We've had a really good conversation. I think now's a good time to... Yeah. Pod. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say, when when initially I reached out for you to come on, I said I wanted our first female to be a strong female with a strong story. Mm. And you've fully live, lived up to that. Thank so you. So thank you. Um, you brought vibes. You made a smile. It's been a good pod, man. It's you added some pod. value. Good. I hope people that are listening and watching find some value in what you've spoken about. Um, if you want to plug any of your social media tags or anything yes. that you've got going on quickly to the people that so are. All my social media tags are the same. It's Sophia Lee. So S O P H I R E L W. Um, I post all my what's going on on those um, platforms TikTok, Instagram. Yeah. 
Amazing. Thanks and for having me. More importantly, follow the Gooms Pod on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Big up, big up. TikTok. Um, we need to keep the lights on. Yeah, man. Need to <laughs> start earning yes. some money. Thank you for having yeah. your first no, woman you. on here. Thank you for yeah. coming. I hope now, happen. like, thank you whoever's next can fill these shoes. Yeah. Can they live up to you. it? <laughs> thank, thank, yeah. thank you as well. Just like coming on as well. Like you've got a larger audience than we do, obviously, no. and actually giving us the time of day and rolling. Because you fucking bring value. Yeah. You bring value to the world. You fucking changing the world. You're, you know, if you don't tell your story and you don't impact lives, you're not going to change the world. And this is you're doing it, all you, those man. things. So you're, you're doing it right. We appreciate you a lot. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, right. People's them like, comment, subscribe, do all subscribe. of that good stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and I hope you come back to my show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, why, yeah why don't you sign us out? <laughs> On that note, peace. <laughs> See you later, man. <laughs>